Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. It's September 5th. Let's see how much closer we are to living virtually. We all know about dollars. You probably have a few of those. And up to now, that's the only currency you've had to deal with unless you traveled to France and had to exchange to euros so you could buy a wacky, hey, where are all the French fries souvenir t-shirt. But do you know how many cryptocurrencies there are? Over 12,000 as of January. But don't panic, you probably don't have to know them all. The total market capitalization of all digital currencies is about $930 billion. But just the top five cryptocurrencies control 75% of that. In fact, just the top two control almost 60% of it. So you don't have to worry about dealing with infinite crypto brands. You can just study the top five, which are Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, USD Coin, and BNB. Why are there over 12,000 cryptocurrencies? Because anyone can start one. You can start one if you're bored some weekend. And that is of concern to some because a lot of the ones being created are fraudulent pump and dump schemes. Not that you would do that. Yes, it's true, anyone can get ripped off by crypto scams, and that includes big-time celebrities. Bill Murray, probably best known for the movie Meatballs, now, that's not true. He was also the voice of Garfield the Cat. Had 119 Ether siphoned from his digital wallet without his knowledge or consent. The Ghostbuster got slimed because that 119 Ether was worth about $186,000. Now, while it's true, Bill will probably still be financially okay, it does go to show just how common and easy crypto ripoffs are. And Bill actually had a security team in place. My security team consists of Windows Defender and a Nerf gun. What makes it worse was this crypto was meant to go to charity, proceeds from an NFT auction. The bad news is nobody knows how the hacker did it or who they were. The good news is the runner-up in the auction donated enough ether to the charity to replace the lost funds. Hey, we hear you. You don't feel like enough things are taxed and you want to pay a lot more in taxes because you always see a solid return on that money. Well, Washington State has heard you and they've added NFTs to the list of properties subject to its sales and use tax provisions. It's the first state to do that. But since states can be a little money hungry, you can bet it won't be the last. Nobody really knows the volume of NFT sales in the U.S. or worldwide, but Nonfungible.com estimated $17 billion in NFT transactions worldwide last year. And when revenue officials hear about money like that, they show up like buzzards on roadkill. Plenty of digital marketplaces exist, and some states make them collect a sales tax, which many often don't. And when they don't, buyers could be on the hook for those taxes. 32 states have rules permitting the taxation of digital products, while 12 specifically exempt these items. At the federal level, the soon-to-be supersized IRS said way back in 2014 that cryptocurrencies are property, so every time somebody uses it, they want a cut from any gains. But are there really that many people out there buying NFTs? Well, yes, if that $17 billion number is right. But a new Pew survey says half of American adults still haven't even heard of NFTs. Safe bet they're listening to yet another true crime podcast instead of this one. 
and only 2% have actually bought an NFT. Whether you've bought one seems to depend on who you are. Men are way more likely than women to have heard of NFTs, and young people are way more likely than older people to have heard of them. Rich people were almost twice as likely to know about NFTs, and Asian respondents were more aware of NFTs than white, black, and Hispanic respondents. The survey went on to learn about 16% of U.S. adults have bought cryptocurrencies, and of those, 46% said that turned out worse than expected. Which begs the question posed by Scott Nover at Quartz, if it requires mass adoption or at least awareness of crypto and NFTs, just how far away is our blockchain Web3 future going to be? Everyone told me I started this podcast way too early, but I'm staying. To be fair, we take some shots at the idea of the metaverse and sometimes even tease it relentlessly. But there are truly good applications for it, and one of those is how life-changing it can be for seniors and people with disabilities. Vanja Garage at Brunel and John Dudley and Perola Christensen at Cambridge give us some of the awesome possibilities. Social interaction without the prejudices of the physical world, you can be whoever you want to be. Opportunities for ongoing learning and higher education without having to go to a campus the ability to keep working and contributing without accessibility issues or having to go into an office, access to enriching cultural experiences and virtual tourism, and more frequent interaction with doctors without having to struggle to get to the appointment. So see, maybe the metaverse is worth building after all. A popular Chinese gaming and metaverse company, Fujian Net Dragon Websoft, just got a new CEO. Now, that's not normally the kind of thing I'd cover. Who cares, right? But this CEO is a little different. Is it because the CEO is a she? Now that's become normal and not that newsworthy, which is a good thing. What makes her newsworthy is she's a robot. No, I don't mean her social skills are poor or that she's cold and aloof. She's a literal robot. Ms. Tang Yu is a humanoid. I don't want to call her a Cylon, but judge for yourself. And she'll be heading up the company's organizational and efficiency department. God help you when a robot decides you're not efficient enough. The company is excited about AI's future in their corporate management. Yeah, I'd say the same thing with Tang Yu lurking around. They say she makes a great real-time data hub and decision-making analytical tool. What every woman wants to hear. That's what we've got for you this week. Subscribe to the show, but mostly try to mention it to people, word of mouth and all that. And we'll be back next week. Next week.